2: Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi
0: Welcome to Creature Feature, a production of iHeartRadio. Creature Feature, it's Creature Kringle Times. A holiday special about our furry friends. Today, we'll learn how reindeer eyeballs work. How Rudolph's nose could really glow. Imagination Station, animals I view. Join us as we learn, explore, and learn. Glowing creatures want to eat you up. Bioluminescence is a trip creature. Feature the holiday special. But we will not be singing the whole time. I promise. Stay here, please don't go. Happy Holidays everyone, it's me, Katie Golden, your host of Mini Parasites. Today on the second part of our two-part holiday special, we'll be creating our own non-denominational holiday using evolutionary biology to make this magical time of year scientifically accurate. We'll talk the biology of reindeer and the best bacterial-filled light show in the world. Happy Creature Kringle! Happy
4: Creature Kringle! Happy Creature Kringle!
0: I feel like you're a little pitchy there, Jamie. There, oh, a little, little pitchy, pitchy dog? A little, little pitch, pitchy dog. A little pitchy. All right, Join for the note. <laughs> joining me today to create a new holiday out of spare animal parts is comedian, co host of the Bechtel cast, screenplay writer of Santa University, Jamie
4: Loftus. Hello. But a little pitchy. A little pitchy. A I little appreciate bit. the feedback. Yeah, and I will. Just a note. Just a note. It's good because, you know, sometimes people are get they're like, nah, it's not worth it. Right, right. But I'm always looking to improve. You are
0: open to constructive criticism. It's the
4: holidays. Right. You need to be harder on your loved ones than usual. You,
0: yeah, you have to take a firm hand with yes. your loved ones. You have to call them out when, like,
4: say, their wrapping isn't really up to snuff. Oh, yeah. I will choose the smallest thing. And go on for hours. On exactly, yeah. And if you are, if they threaten to not invite you back, that's when you know you're really on. That's to something when you've special. done it. That's, that's when you've won. You've got the holidays. You you've won gotten, the holidays. The yeah. holidays are a competition. It is. And I'm it's not a winnable, It is
0: a winnable objective-based oh, time of year. Absolutely.
4: Yes. Absolutely. Yes.
0: So today, uh, I know last time we constructed our own Santa. Yes. And that is kind of the the the. First part of creating Creature Kringle Times, Mm -hmm. our non-denominational holiday fun times based in science and evolutionary biology. Right. And we came up with Hydra Quetzalcoatl Claws. Yes, which
4: was uh, very impressive.
0: Right. And if you haven't heard... If you don't fear his name yet, you should probably go back and listen to the first part of this two-part holiday special. Yeah,
4: just don't repeat it uh, three times in a row. I would I would recommend. No, no, no. Especially not like when you're looking
0: in a reflective surface. You could really end up in some hot water and yeah. we don't want that. Pickle. A little bit of a pickle. Well, today <laughs> we're going to be talking about reindeer and other ma- magical, mystical creatures and a holiday light show mm-hmm. worthy of creature, Kringle Times. Yes. So I want to start off just given, giving you the real science facts about reindeer. Please. Because they're actually quite interesting. Okay. So reindeer are also known as caribou in North America. Okay. And oh, they, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. Actually, a lot of people don't know that.
4: Myself included. Yes. Thank you for your educating. You're
0: very welcome. So reindeer are, in fact, a species within the deer family, and uh, they are circumpolar. Get your mind out of the gutter, because you know what that means. Uh -uh. That means they live around the North Pole, all around the same, I'm going to say latitude. Is latitude the one that is like the belt around the globe?
4: Hmm. I would never know. Mm. I, yes. Yes. I'm going to say, no, I think latitude is vertical. Okay. I think longitude it is, is
0: I believe it is then longitude. Okay. Okay. The point is that they are all found around the land areas along the northern regions, such as the subarctic, the boreal tundra, and mountains of North America, Europe, and Siberia. Okay, so they like to they like to chill out around the North Pole. They like it uh, cold. They like it. They like it nice and cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and normally we talk about tiny deer on the show, like the the the, the cutie little deers, like the mm-hmm. little dick dicks,
4: the little the little crowd favorites.
0: Yes, the yeah. crowd pleasers. But these are these are some big boys and gals. Okay, these these reindeer. So they they do have some subspecies that are smaller. So the uh, Svalbard reindeer weighs up to about 200 pounds. Wow! Uh, and the Finnish forest subspecies of reindeer weigh up to 550 pounds. No, thank you. Oh, but it's they're so fluffy. Okay, well, and that's I guess I
4: I take it all. Big bad.
0: old antlers and big
4: old coats. Oh, well, I guess the antlers they're probably antler heavy, right? That's got to be a hundred pounds right there. I don't know if they can I, I, That's a good question. When they
0: weighed them, did they counter? Uh, you know. You like include the antlers, or did they like counterbalance the antlers? Knowing
4: the dis- distribution of weight, I think would help me be less afraid. Yeah,
0: right. Mm. Yeah, like is it ninety percent antler and just this tiny, inconceivably Whole small little bird little body? Bird body. Oh. I. That is scarier. Yeah. Yeah, that that (laughs) That that's somehow even scarier. It is, it is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So all reindeer subspecies are well suited to cooler climates, and they have been an important source of food and materials for people who have lived in northern polar regions. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I want to talk about like some sort of conceptual reindeer myths. So like when you think of like a Santa reindeer, you think of one with like a little like other than Rudolph, obviously, they have that little black, shiny bulb nose, sure, but they don't have that. Oh, sorry to be the, the bearer of science here, but no, they, hold on, I'm, I'm about to pitch a fit. Okay, oh, they have what furry nose, fuzzy, a little dog nose. Yeah, well, well it's, I mean, it's not shiny like a dog nose, like, look, it's bi- it's big, they have those big. Big nostrils, yeah. and, and it's fuzzy. It's fluffy. Why did they change that? I feel like that's a perfectly cute nose I, they've got. I know. I, I, I don't know. That's I think very it's a strange. mistake, and it's a mistake that will not be repeated in, in Creature Kringle times, which no, is not after again, this. our non denominational uh, holiday celebration open to all. Yes, absolutely. Right. So they don't have those shiny little noses. They're, they do actually, sometimes their noses do turn red. Well, not. Red, red, but like sort of a soft like pink. A deep pink. Yeah, like like the little pink. That is a pink. pinky. Noise. Yeah, a little pink. It's it's cute. Yeah. It's it's nice little blush. Little, I like it. Little like little peach blush.
4: I mean, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it seems like a nice uh, nice little. Yeah. Touch. What's that horrible makeup company that the billboards bother me? It
0: looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. That horrible makeup company. Yeah,
4: okay, that's what okay. I was thinking. Okay. I'm going to
0: quack that out probably.
4: But all the all the models look so wet and they're like that's that's the idea. We want everyone to look wet and you're like why? Quack Cosmetics. Everyone's moist. I feel like I feel like some people will know exactly even with the quack. They're like, "Oh, they'll company they'll, where they'll the models know. look wet.
0: Yeah, they'll know, but it, just the like, quack is there. So we dry have these ladies off, for crying out loud. Dry them off. But these, these ones have a nice... The reindeer have a nice matte... Nose blush—it's yes. really good. It's very fetching, and it's actually because of all of the capillaries in their nose to keep it warm in oh. that the frigid weather. Okay, and reindeer are actually one of the only species of deer where the females have antlers as well as the males—a a point for feminism.
4: Another point for feminism. Another point. Every time we for talk feminism. about the animal kingdom, um, women win. They do well. Technically, Often. that. Mm, not even often, you wouldn't say? Oh, I
0: don't even know. My God. I haven't been keeping track. I, I think, to be honest with you, in the animal kingdom, at some point, everyone's going to get one win and a lot of losses. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the antlers uh, fall off every year and are replaced with a new growth of antlers. Uh, male reindeer shed their antlers in December, whereas females retain their antlers throughout winter. So newsflash, Santa's reindeer, not boys. No, no. These are lady reindeer because mm-hmm. they have the antlers still. Okay. And we know that l- lady reindeer do not shed their antlers in December, whereas I, males do. I did not know that. Yeah.
4: Wow. So we, They're so weak. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And so I feel like so the names of the reindeer are they very gendered? I don't remember. So there's dancer, no, I don't think so. there's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen. I feel like those could all be Comet,
4: Cupid, Donner. But
0: I think yeah. that they're all pretty
4: gender neutral. Right. But most fictional adaptations assume the male.
0: Yeah, that's I think a problem. That's
4: human bias. It's
0: sort of like a B movie how a lot of the. Bees are males, and like that would be. I'm sorry, but bees are matriarchy. Yeah, they are matriarchy. They have a queen, Mm -hmm. and most of the the workers are all female, and Mm -hmm. they have a few little males that just hang around until they're needed for
4: mating. I think it's a human problem. Mm. There's a new uh, Disney Plus movie out called Noel, and they Mm. they the way they revise um, sexist Christmas history. Is they make it seem like it's never occurred to them to mm. have a female Santa that uh, women were excluded simply as an oversight?
0: Wasn't that wasn't that a joke in one of your Santa University things? Like, <laughs> yeah, and
4: uh, everything that happens in Santa University eventually comes true, right? In Christmas right, because I remember
0: I, I watched your 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 animated special of the Santa <laughs> University, and there's a there. So Santa University is a university where all Santas attend, and the top Santa wins Santa, but the Santa is killed every year, right? In an arena, Santa in a blood, is what yeah. Sport, yeah. The,
4: if if you win the the best case scenario of Santa University is that you get to live for one more year, right? But for most, this they is, will die in the year that I, they attend.
0: I feel like Santa University is very much in touch with like the natural kingdom. Like that is a win. Like oh, you live that's for another true. year. True, exactly. But exactly. yeah, and in Santa University, there's like a a woman Santa, and it's yeah, like a gal woman. Santa. Gal Santa yeah. can also be. Name Santa, which mm-hmm. I think
4: is really groundbreaking.
0: Very groundbreaking. groundbreaking. Ra- breaking the Santa ceiling. There's now there's ra- no ra- breaking really... the candy cane ceiling.
4: <laughs> Blasting through it. Yes.
0: So previously on the part one of our two part holiday special, we mm-hmm. did make a new better Santa Hydra Ketzak Claws. We did a good job. We did I a good add. job. Yes. It was very good, very scientifically accurate. And oh, for sure. But we do kind of need to work out, iron out some of the details of mm-hmm. his relationship with the reindeer. Because in this version, Santa, the sleigh, and the flying ability, the ability to carry presents, all these things, the immortality, mm-hmm. has all been kind of bundled. It's a bundled deal yes. into one entity. But the reindeer, I think it's good to keep them. And on retainer? On retainer. I feel like sort of an entourage. Maybe the reindeer rides Santa for once. <gasps>
4: wow. Isn't okay. It, that's it's uh, it's a reversal, but you know, like, but, but sometimes you know, it's twenty nineteen,
0: right? Sometimes when the reindeer
4: gotta... gonna ride Santa. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. I so, like it. it. So we've got our team of female reindeer, okay, with their antlers. Yes. Riding on top of Santa, yes. what do you think their job is?
4: I don't know that they have a job. I think it may be, for once, a joy ride.
0: It may be a joy ride. I yeah. do like that. I like that. I also just like the, like the idea that these reindeer are just drunk on the nog on the hydraketza, the giant flying pterosaur, immortal Santa, Uh and they're just having a real good time. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, because they're not flying, so it's not flying under the influence. It's They are just there to have a good time. So they're basically just Ubering. They are, yeah. On Santa. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Now, realistically, Santa might want to eat one of these reindeer, but I'm going to say... They're probably too much antlers and too many hooves, so they're they're probably okay, right? Yeah, probably I safe. Think so yeah, maybe they could even like keep snacks on their their antlers, sort of like little hors d'oeuvres, little little Ooh, tapas. Ooh,
4: the H apostrophe right uh-huh. 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 on
0: their antlers, kind of like a like little cheese and crackers and yes, little canapés and things on their antlers. This and is like elegant. whenever Hydra gets a claws, which rolls off the tongue so good. Gets cautious. a little hungry, he, they just like shake off some cheese bits from their antlers and and into its giant beak-like maw.
4: I like
1: that. I do too. I think that's really I think nice.
4: we've solved the holidays. And they uh, just so that they can finally coexist. Exactly.
1: Just like the bumper it's sticker an says. Ec- it's
4: like an
0: equitable, maybe slightly not equitable, maybe more of the work is landing on Hydroquetzalcoatl claws, but... But again, for again, once. For once, the reindeer... Get to pass off the reins.
4: Mm.
0: Mm. I like it. Mm. I like
4: it. Mm-hmm. And then they could be like, "We actually prefer to be called caribou."
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. So don't yeah. force
4: your festive <sighs> naming conventions mm-hmm. on us. That's
0: that's a that's a creature Kringle. Yeah, faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, we'll talk about another strange feature of Santa's reindeer: their eyeballs.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Flying-hooved creatures have been associated with winter holidays before Christianity. In Nordic mythology, the pagan god Odin rode a flying eight-legged horse named Sleipnir. 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 Yule was the holiday that preceded Christmas, celebrated around winter solstice on December 21st. Rather than reindeer, gods and spirits flew around on the wild ride. It was a terrifying but festive experience, as Odin would deliver toys and sweets, Children filled their boots with hate for Sleipnir to munch on as this octahorse made stops at the many homes. When Christianity came on the scene, they wanted to ease pagans into the shift in religions, so they borrowed heavily from Yule traditions. Mm -hmm. Odin was replaced by Saint Nicholas, and the eight-legged horse god Sleipnir was replaced by eight reindeer guiding a sleigh. But I think our creature Kringle times needs to be a bit more metal, so let's give reindeer some credit for being terrified by looking at their magical color-changing eyeballs. Ooh, love it. Jamie, are you ready to see some disembodied reindeer eyeballs? Yes, thank you for checking in. You're welcome.
4: There it is. Oh, They look like jewels, don't they? They, If you, I I would never have guessed. So wait, that is, that's their eyeballs? That's their eyeballs. Cut open?
0: Well, they're not cut open, they're just removed. It's oh eyeball sends the rest of the reindeer. So they just have like... Eyeball minus reindeer.
4: So they just have like Instagram filters for <laughs> eyes?
0: Like what is that? So reindeer eyes change from gold to blue from the summer to the winter. Oh. So like they go from a summer to a winter. Is that how they see things or is it just the color? How do they see? I will explain all. First, okay. I w- want to ask you, um, yeah. are you a summer or a winter?
4: Ooh, I'm a summer.
0: Okay, I'm I'm actually winter. So okay. that's great. We could like be one reindeer. Okay, together because like so you, like you you if wear like golds and such. Me. Like gold gold like looks good on you. Yellows mm-hmm. and things and and for me blues go well with my transparent blue veins. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so this article I read on National Geographic, which actually has this picture of these. Uh, disembodied reindeer eyeballs a bit of a warning there, but I'll include it in the <laughs> in the episode notes. Okay I, I do want to do a shout out to the writer Ed Young whose introductory sentence is quote "When Glenn Jeffrey first took possession of a huge bag full of reindeer eyes, he didn't really want them. That mm. is the science
4: writing that I live for. That is tr- something to be treasured. That's that is, a gift. That's a good hook. That's a gift. I, so
0: I, w- I would say sometimes science writing is lacking in a good hook. Uh huh. That has nailed it. A big bag full of reindeer eyes, which he didn't really want. Uh huh. Like I have so many questions. Like who gave him this bag of reindeer eyeballs? Why doesn't he want them?
4: Why the change? Was it a change of heart, or did right. he never want did them his, in the first
0: place? Did his eyeball heart grow two sizes bigger? That. <laughs> That year, after
4: little Cindy Lou Who gave him a big old bag of reindeer eyeballs, did he receive news midway through his voyage with these eyeballs that the eyeballs were no longer needed, or superior eyeballs had been found?
0: Right, like are the did was he sort of like it? Was it a Scrooge situation where he had this big bag of eyeballs? He's uh-huh. like, bah humbug! I don't want these eyeballs. He goes to sleep. The three ghosts of eyeballs passed. Informed him of how cool reindeer eyes are. And then he woke up with a revelation and he shouts out to a small
4: boy, Bring me the biggest bag of reindeer eyeballs you can find. Yeah, I think I like to think that it was that. And then all mm-hmm. of the people. Got eyeballs. And what turned what it turned out happening, unfortunately, is that no one wanted eyeballs. <laughs> and he thought he was being very generous, but he actually terrorized a local right. community. Any
0: one of these realities could be true. Yes. Congratulations, Ed Yong. That is the best introductory sentence to a science article. i it's, it's inspiring. So the, the story is that this this man was a uh, researcher. At the time, he didn't know how special reindeer eyes were, but after studying these eyeballs, they found that they are quite special because they change, like we said, from from gold to blue. Mm-hmm. So gold in the summer, blue in the winter. Sure. And it is... First, I got to tell you a little bit about the anatomy of the reindeer eye. So... The tapetum lucidum is a reflective layer of tissue behind the retina. It's not just found in reindeer. It's also what makes, like, cat eyes and other animal eyes glow, like when you do a flash photo and your cute little kitty, like, turns into a demon. Oh. That's because the light is reflecting off of the tapetum lucidum. Oh, I thought that was the devil. Well, the, the devil is inside of the cats, but it, that's not one of the, the signs that That's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. All right. So... It's a reflective layer of tissue. It helps animals see in dim conditions by reflecting light. Mm -hmm. So this is the part of the eye that causes that shift in color in the reindeer eyeballs. So what happens is in the winter, reindeer pupils dilate for months on end so that they can see in the low light conditions of the winter. Sure. And as they do that, this squeezes blood vessels that help drain fluid out of their eyes. So that constant pressure of their pupils being dilated mm-hmm. causes temporary glaucoma. Oh, And that pressure on the tapetum lucidum changes how densely the fibers are and how light interacts with it. So it squeezes that reflective layer until basically the structure changes such that it reflects light differently. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So with the loose, loose weave of eyeball fibers, they reflect yellow light. And with the tight glaucoma, densely packed weave of fibers, they reflect blue light.
4: Reindeer... You they're did it again, reindeer! You did it you again. You pulled out all the stops. This is a little bit unrelated, but I would wear one of those reindeer eyeballs around my neck. They're beautiful. They are. They do they're actually. Gorgeous. That's
0: the thing is, they do look like a beautiful sort of like a like what are they called? Like a cabochon with like a little Ooh, like that? like paint painted iridescent paint. It's like those little glass bubble things, and you. do. Oh look. yes, it does. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Guess. yeah I like it. They are beautiful. I don't.
4: It's not humane. No, what I just suggested. But I mean, I would do want I, it if
0: a if a reindeer, an old reindeer, willed me. Yes, th- their eyeballs. I would appreciate it. Just, I'm just putting out, putting that out there for
4: sure. Only if it was like decided in advance, right? I don't, you know, as if a they want to donate, remember yeah. me. It, or if like these scientists with their b- big old bags of reindeer eyeballs, maybe yeah. wants to just toss a couple my way. See, now I think that maybe this is we were not considering a. Uh, Villainous side to that, and that perhaps the reindeer eyeballs had been stolen. <gasps> a, a a a crimbus time caper. Yeah, a vengeful, a, a vengeful, vengeful being. Yeah, who wanted to remove? Maybe the reindeer had seen too much, and oh, so no. you know you'll never see anything again. Oh no, kind of energy.
0: Oh no, maybe it was a vengeful
4: Rudolph. Maybe it was a vengeful Rudolph. Yeah, and how do we even. Oh, well, it says we are going to laugh at, at my man. nose
0: if you can't see it.
4: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I-, I wanted to talk a little bit about. This just reminded me of this change from from uh gold to blue. That remember that dress that was a meme a while yeah. ago the blue gold dress optical illusion. Some people saw mm-hmm. blue and black, and other people saw gold and white. When did that happen? That T- was 2007? 2015.
4: 2015. Yeah, yes. this is a hip hip, hip and happening this podcast. A, this is a hip. <laughs> this is a hip uh, reference. Yeah. No, I mean that with that too. I'm like it's it's very it's black and blue i never yeah, s- I, can't I couldn't see it, see it the, the other way. way and
0: i was curious why Uh, Why this happened and what what actually happened in the meantime after that meme faded away is a lot of researchers did research, Uh, a lot of psychology researchers and eye researchers. So dorks, yeah, I know, right? Nerds get get with the times. That's not the meme now. Memes aren't science. The new memes is is dripping in in reindeer eyeball jewels.
4: Give me a baby Yoda analysis, (laughs) baby Yoda. Remove psychology. Some see a
0: baby Yoda, some see a middle aged Yoda. Exactly. Where's the psychology? Exactly. So, color constancy is a term for how our brain determines color, not just on absolute light values, but in like based on our environment. So we take into account what we think the relative color is and make adjustments. So in different light conditions, we can still assess the color of something. Mm. So (laughs) there's been so many studies on this dumb dress controversy. (laughs) Brain scans of people looking at the white gold or black blue dress found that those who saw it as white gold were engaged in more interpretive processing, meaning that the areas of the brain responsible for creative interpretation were more more active, whereas those seeing it as black and blue, which is the objectively correct answer, right, were used more raw visual data. Oh, and it's crazy because like there, there's just like so much research on this that researchers even link the differences in the dress due to eye anatomy differences, like
1: difference in the structure of the eye. Uh,
0: And we're, like, even within the same person, like, in the progression of, like, a neurological disease like MS, like, their interpretation of the dress changed, which I think is... What? I don't understand why they're, like... Putting people what? who have neuro- uh, neurological diseases through, like, all right, would you like to look at this dumb dress meme again? <laughs> uh, I hope that they got paid well. That's probably, I mean, they, it's deeply annoying. I'm sure that, like, they were Science. compensated, but still, it, it's like super annoying. Yeah. Leave <laughs> me, ugh. How is that? How is that your? Your question, I, I mean, I, I, do, I approve of most of these, these studies on the, the sure. dress thing. Like that's, that's fun. That's good. That's,
4: but like bugging, bugging people with neurological disorders about yeah. a on. five-year-old meme. Grow right. up. Right.
0: Come on. Use a Grow fresher up. meme.
4: Yeah. Give it. Give me a danker meme. Give me. I want the Bernie Sanders pastrami meme. Mm.
0: I, what?
4: There's the uh there. <laughs> It's like an Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. You remember, they had them for the last election, too, Mm. where it was like, on the issues. And it would say like, on giving a cat a little bit of salami, not pastrami. Oh, I see. And uh, Elizabeth Warren's side would say, cats cannot have a little salami. And Bernie's side would say, cats can have a little salami. I see. It's a fun meme. That's cute. It's just all designed to make Bernie Sanders look fun. It's I mean, propaganda, it is, really.
0: It is fun to give cats a little salami. Just a little salami. Like a little tiny microscopic shaving of salami. And
4: then it's like, you know, Elizabeth Warren isn't wrong. Cats shouldn't no, have No, they salami, should not.
0: No, absolutely not. Don't... sometimes
4: cats can have a little salami. Here's a public and service
0: announcement. I mean, Over these creature kringle times, resist the urge to fill your pet up with human food to the brim. Yeah.
4: Resist the urge to just shove as much. <laughs> I saw my cat. My cat was like drinking soup the other don't. day. I was like, what are you doing? He, I left and I came back. He was drinking soup. Oh, my God. I Disgusting. I had a
0: childhood cat where I turned my back and he just got right in the macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's Right fun. in there. Dove right in that's there. That's fun. Public service announcement to, okay, so first to the humans, don't fill your pet with holiday foods and treats. It's right. It's bad for them. Public service announcement to the pets. Could you could you stop like taking all that ding dang holiday food? It's oh, not for you. But it's so good. Don't put your face in the soup. It's Don't so put good. your face in the macaroni and cheese it's not for you and your owners are suckers if you look at them they will give you the food and it's bad for you then your owners are going to look like the bad guy but it's you know and you're pressuring them into giving filling them up with mashed potatoes give them
4: a little salami if you give your dog have a stocking
0: you know what she does because of my mom (laughs) knew it my mom is so funny because she's – sometimes she disapproves of dogs and clothing. She's like, "Ah, oh, that's just silly, like dogs. And then she's like – I think we should get your dog pajamas.
4: <laughs> My mom also hates dogs in clothing, but then I dress Sunny up like a cowboy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the no, narrative it's, changed. It's,
0: you know, the moms. Here's the thing with the moms is they'll sound they'll do the reasonableness, like you know the dogs shouldn't be in clothing, which is probably true. But the dogs
4: can wear a little clothing. They can
0: wear a little clothing, and they can have a little stocking. They can have a little.
4: Uh, stocking. Can't be the same size as yours. <laughs> no, it's they gotta can have be. A it's gotta
0: be size. paw size. Yeah. <laughs> On the first part of this holiday special, we invented a new Santa for Creature Kringle Times, a combination of immortal Hydra DNA, the transatlantic flying ability of the giant pterosaur, Quetzalcoatlus, the ability to remember naughty people of a crow, the belly of a blue whale, and the ability to scream out, ho 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 of a howler monkey. His name is Claus, and he brings regurgitated treats to good boys and girls and destroys the naughty. He flies across the globe, accompanied by his terrifying blue-eyed female reindeer. And one such reindeer is more terrifying than the rest. Her name, Rudolph, and we'll discover how she might have evolved to have such a brightly glowing red nose. Dun, dun, dun. Jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Imagine you're prancing along an enchanted winter wonderland in a snowy forest when you see a beautiful sight, a glowing light show, greenish and red creature Kringle Time's lights. They glow and dance and flash, and you frolic over to enjoy the beautiful, miraculous lights. There's a big yellow glowing ball dancing so festively, so you skip on over like a little who in who and reach up to touch this big, bright, glowing orb. But as your eyes adjust to the light, you notice something shining in the background. Two huge car-tire-sized eyes and an enormous hungry beak. Merry Kringle times! It booms before snatching you up in its glowing tentacles. Katie, no! Jamie, welcome to the science reality
4: of bioluminescence. Oh, I love bioluminescence.
0: We've done bioluminescence talk before together. In fact, you may hear a familiar friend from last (gasps) time. Ooh, Mm -hmm. what a treat. So bioluminescence is the holiday lights of the natural world that are festive year-round. Mm-hmm. And... The, the reason I bring up this horrible imagination station story is that one of our festive friends' examples is a, the firefly squid, which we will talk about soon, Ooh, which okay. looks – it looks like a holiday light display. Mm-hmm. It looks very Kringle times.
4: I'm excited to see it.
0: But there, let's first – I want to give sort of an overview of bioluminescence because Please. it is a glorious, magical thing that happens in nature. So mm-hmm. bioluminescence is a chemical reaction, uh, and it could be either produced by the animal itself. It can also be a symbiotic relationship with bacteria. And the bacteria are the ones that produce the bioluminescence. It can also be obtained by eating prey items that contain the ingredients necessary for bioluminescence. Okay. In all cases, bioluminescence is a chemical reaction known as chemiluminescence
4: Mm
0: -hmm. of (laughs) luciferin and luciferase or photoprotein. So. Luciferin is a class of small molecules that will emit light when they are oxidized. This reaction is catalyzed by luciferase, which is an enzyme that enables the luciferin to be oxidized. Mm. And this chemical reaction creates light. Mm. It's a cold light because it doesn't actually produce that much heat. Okay. Which is probably good for the bioluminescent animals because otherwise they'd, they'd be, just be really too Oh, they'd too be warm. overheating. Overheating, yep. Yeah. Cutie pies. Cutie pies. So bioluminescence is not just to attack prey. It actually has a multitude of purposes. Okay. So one is propagation, which is, so bacteria can bioluminesce so that they'll be eaten by predators and inside the predator they breed because they're bacteria and they don't they don't, get they don't play by your rules. Yeah. <laughs> They're kinky little freaks. Yeah, exactly. It can be, speaking of which, it can be for sexual selection, attracting a mate with wow. your glowing dongle, yeah. your, your glowing <laughs> horngus. So it can be, as we've implied earlier, to lure in prey, such as the anglerfish whose bulb contains symbiotic bacteria that glows and lures in little fishies, and then they snap them up. Uh, it can also be dis- defensive to distract predators. So remember our. Friend, the vampire squid, that little little drama goth,
4: yes, goth guy, mm-hmm.
0: uh, and they that vampire squid shoots bioluminescent goo to distract predators. Oh, I
4: recall this goo. Yes, old...
0: yes, the the shiny goo, kind of like squid. just like throwing sparkly confetti and then running away, which is kind of <laughs> how I want to like when I'm confronted. I love it. Like if I'm like, "Hi, what's your name?" and and someone's like, "You've already met me. You you know me. Why don't you remember my name?" I'm like. Just kidding, and then sparkle confetti and then I run away. Right. And then so it's, like it's a almost fun bit.
4: like nature's answer to the little men in black mind erase. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk a little bit about the firefly squid. Let me get you a good picture. As you can yes. see, in, in the regular light, it looks like a normal, normal squid, mm-hmm. but in here. the dark, it looks. Like holiday Kringle lights.
4: Whoa, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. The close up, they're just little jewels. They're little, they're
0: like, they're, what a you know, the gorgeous
4: um, animal.
0: You know, the, the, what's it called? The Chevy Chase Christmas special. What's that? Oh, the, the National Lampoon, Lampoon Christmas ones? special. And he gets the house all covered in lights, just completely covered in lights. Oh. That's what these squid are.
4: I, have, I haven't seen those movies.
0: I mean,. It's basically all the, the whole movie is this Chevy Chase going, no, no, Christmas is ruined.
4: Doesn't sound like it's for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like I said, it's a squid who looks like Christmas lights exploded onto a squid. And it's, it's a little guy. It's about three inches big with many, many points of bioluminescence. They're native to the oceans along Japan. It's dotted with photophores, which are light-producing organs. They flash them to lure in prey. And it also lights up its whole body during mating. Just
4: oh, just a whole light show. I like it. I like it. I'm like, you know what? Sex is a performance. It is. And I don't, I think Have that this is. Have a little is... pizzazz with it. Yeah.
0: I would, this is just a little hint.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I would like a light show in sort of the courting rituals in my life. That wouldn't that be incredible? It would
4: be cool, right? If someone someone hangs some, you know, hangs a tasteful string of lights right on your home to indicate interest. It's not physically invasive. It's beautiful, right? It's easy to take down, right? No harm, no foul. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. think instead of negging each other all the time right perhaps just uh, carry a small string of lights right
0: a string of lights that you kind of dance around with and then you're like
4: oh you have to do like a little right, da- okay right, like a little dance, ritualistic little,
0: yeah right and then and you kind of you know or, or you flash them like maybe you have like a full body suit a lycra suit covered in little lights like an
4: andy circus like mo-cap right. suit, right?
0: <laughs> and then like when you see someone you're interested in you flash the lights and if they flash back it's a match you're like I, that's beautiful I know that's
4: beautiful know. that's a that's a happy black mirror episode
0: maybe that's like our, our creature kringle times uh, instead of mistletoe it's covering yourself in tiny LED lights and flashing them when okay. you are sexually interested in someone I think it's better it's a than, than making direct.
4: assumptions and assaulting someone right, almost
0: exactly like right. oh you're under the mistletoe I guess like, that's passive aggressive that's, that's I mean the OG respectful. asking for it yeah that's, that's uh,
4: sometimes I'm just standing in a doorway
0: yeah that's you know that's <laughs> (laughs) I think that like, you know, it's like, oh, you're under the mistletoe, you wanna kiss. It's like, no. The party's really full. Right. It's full. I'm this I didn't hang this here.
4: Yeah. I'm I'm deeply in love with someone else. You
0: can only be said to maybe be indicating your preference if you're wearing an apparatus. That is hanging the mistletoe above you at all times. Yeah, maybe then you are indicating a preference for being kissed. But I, I think that even so, even
4: so, you should still ask. You all, yeah, and always the, and the, ask. And the light, the light show. Still ask. I think you should. I mean, it's best if you it's, ask. It's
0: you still got. I mean, obviously, you always got to check in and ask. But I think it it does help along that interaction. Like we both lie. We both flashed our, our squid suits at each other. So you know may I kiss you? And then you're right. like, hey, yeah, I, I would actually enjoy that because I too flashed my squid suit at you indicating my interest and I really appreciate you. thank pr- you for respe- checking in. Right, thanks for respecting me at every step in this festive kissing times, yeah. Mm. See how much better this holiday is already? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I think it rules. So let's talk about some more bioluminescent creatures. There's the railroad worm, which is the larva of a genus of beetles that is called... Frick-so-thricks. yep, they are found <laughs> throughout the Americas, and they look like a normal caterpillar in daytimes, but in the dark they look like a train with lights on. Let me get you check out this little buster. Oh. Check them out. Okay. So as you can see, it looks kind of like normal yellowish uh, caterpillar in the daytime. But oh. At night, that's party time. Oh. It's covered
4: in. Little greenish, greenish lights. I don't appreciate that Nat Geo called it weird and wild. I think it's normal and good. I mean, normalized glow in the dark animals. Yeah, you know, Nat Geo,
0: you, you got a real good hit with the the bag full of eyeballs reindeer, but you can't call this weird. This but is amazing. But check yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's
4: so cool.
0: Yes. Wow. It it glows and it undulates and it's beautiful. Mm. And so they they're called railroad worms because they kind of look like. Trains with all the lights on in the cabin as they wriggle around. Yeah. And they even have glowing, uh, they, they have 11 glowing dots on the sides of their bodies and they have a red glowing dot on their head, which is very Kringle times, I think. It is. I agree. And the lights warn predators that they are toxic, which again, very... I I wish
4: more people did that. No, like, you know, it's it's polite. It's courtesy. I imagine how much easier it would be to go through... Really, any area of life, yeah. if toxic people merely marked themselves, like a, shir-
0: a, a shirt, sort of like how you know dogs wear the little, like I'm anxious around other dogs. Don't pet me, I'm yeah. an anxious. Like if we had shirts that was like, I'm a toxic person. I'm a toxic Trust person. me, you don't need me in your
4: life. Ask for references if you want right, to, but right. I'm just giving you a heads up.
0: Like you can, I'm just strongly suggesting against it. <laughs> I like it. So the reason that they have the green dots on the side and the red dots in the head is that they actually have different luciferase enzymes, which will create slightly different chemical reactions, which causes different different flavors of light. I like it. Yeah. And then I want to talk about foxfire fungus, because it's not just animals that get a claim on bioluminescence.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I had a real brain fart moment where it's like, funguses aren't animals, are they? They're... <laughs> Well, no, c- oh no! Now I'm scared. They're not. No, they're they're actually in kingdom f- of of fungi, which is separate from the kingdoms of plants and animals. Okay. <laughs> they're eukaryotes, like like animals, but it's just like is fungus an animal? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little too much of the creature Kringle nog in me. <laughs> so foxfire is. Also called fairy fire, and it's the light created by bioluminescent fungus. So it's many species of fungus does this makes this fox fire. It's just the Mm -hmm. generic term for any bioluminescing
4: fungus. Is that why there's a web browser called Firefox? I have no idea. I don't know why I thought you would. I have I. (laughs)
0: I don't know why you're ambushing me with these questions I about browsers. I'm so sorry.
4: I'm <laughs> cornering you. I'm trapping you. You're like, Katie Golden doesn't know I what she's I did hours talking of research
0: about. on fungi, and so, now ta- you uh, why want me to talk it- about Mozilla Firefox <laughs> so, like, so why now? is it called Firefox, oh, huh? Boy. Huh? Oh, jeez. Exactly. Well, maybe if I can show you a picture of this, you will leave me alone.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Hard to say. Let's let's give Nat Geo another shot here. All right, redemption arc. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoa! Oh my God, that's so
0: cool. Right, it looks like a gl- it looks like a glow in the dark stick. <sighs> yeah. It looks like a stoner's bedroom. <laughs> well, hey, I wasn't a stoner when I was a child, and I plastered that with glow in the dark <laughs> stars. <laughs>
4: I meant, I guess, an adult stoner's bedroom. You don't expect it in an adult's bedroom. That's true. But sometimes. But I want it. You find a pet (laughs) snake and a bunch of glow in the dark paraphernalia. (laughs) So the light is
0: created by
4: by bioluminescence,
0: it glows greenish blue. The fungus feeds on decaying wood. And it creates its own luciferase enzymes. And it's thought that the purpose of this bioluminescence may be to attract insects to spread spores or maybe even to deter animals from eating it because glowing Mm. things are often not something you should eat.
4: But it's tempting.
0: I know. When I was a kid, I always wanted to crack open one of those glow sticks and just slurp that up like a Go-Gurt.
4: I feel like we grew up (laughs) in a very bizarre time for foods that don't look edible looking delicious like the purple ketchup exactly i feel like we were almost it was almost some sinister experiment to be like let's train children to want to eat things that don't look edible. right because
0: it's like okay you got the multicolored goldfish and the purple ketchup and it's like okay you're making that fun i get it but then it's like and here's tide pods and glow sticks but you don't eat those
4: right i feel like we were set up to want to eat yeah. cute things. And then this generation is really suffering the I know. consequences. I'm, yeah. I used to have. Learn uh, from our mistakes. I used to have blue margarine oh. in a squeezy bottle. Ooh. You could just squeeze This b- gets worse butter, and worse as you say it. Blue margarine on toast. I Did would you? insist. Yeah. I would, my oh, mom would. Oh,
0: Jamethy. It would be a treat. I'm sorry. I'll stop calling and you toast. No, <laughs> I
4: like it. No, it was, it was like a treat. My mom was like, do your homework and I'll give you space toast. It's just oh, space mar- toast! That does it make, make it better. That toast. makes
0: it anything blue does make it space. So, yeah, you can just put blue milk, in blue cheese.
4: They had blue SpongeBob macaroni. Blue Remember SpongeBob
0: that? macaroni. I would get the yellow SpongeBob macaroni, Why? and I actually preferred it not because I cared too much about SpongeBob, but I liked the texture of the SpongeBob shaped noodles the better. The
4: shape, the shape. Yeah, it allows the different- it allows
0: the cheese to flow through them.
4: There were, you could breathe through them. You Allow like a the little cheese mask. to flow
0: through you, SpongeBob.
4: <laughs> Dark. Yes.
0: So sometimes this foxfire of the fungus is bright enough to read by. Mm-hmm. And it was actually used as an early form of glow-in-the-dark technology. In 1775, it was used to illuminate instruments in the first ever combat submarine, the Turtle Not an intimidating name for a combat
4: submarine. But that's how it sneaks up on you. Right. Mm -hmm. No one expects the turtle to murder them in cold blood. Right. Mitch McConnell. Mm. (laughs) 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 That's true. That's a turtle with a lot of blood on his hands. So
0: I I brought up bioluminescence, first of all, because it's wicked cool. But also because for our creature kringle times, uh, I feel like we need to revise Rudolph. Now, okay. Clearly, Rudolph is. Now, wait. Does Rudolph have antlers? I guess that's a good question, right?
4: I think I think that Rudolph does have antlers. I think in the in the stop motion special, we don't see Rudolph with antlers. Or is no, young, he, yeah, I think he's just got little little nubs. Well, he could,
0: so if he doesn't have antlers, I guess he could be a male reindeer. But if he does have antlers in December, then she's got to be. A female reindeer
4: these absolutely these absolute pigs making christmas entertainment don't understand right it's a matriarchy
0: right so i think but let's imagine how a real rudolph would evolve okay. like why would rudolph have a glowing nose like a, an actual glow glow in the dark nose that right. it's that-
4: never the the franchise does not attempt to explain it
0: yeah. It that, just is. That hydric quetzalcoatl claws or Q claws could, mm-hmm. uh, could use to to fly by. Right. So, I I mean, I think, you know, I, I do think that probably it would be a symbiotic bacteria in that nose, sort of like the anglerfish because they have that oh, little right. bulb, mm-hmm. that bulb on uh, the, the little dongle that they use to
4: lure in prey. Love when the bulb is on the dongle. The
0: bulb on the dongle Ugh, to lure in classic. prey. Classic. It glows and it would be... We know we can get the the red bioluminescence from the railroad worm mm-hmm. that has that enzyme. So you got you got that that sort of uh, luciferase in there, mm-hmm. and produced by bacteria, or maybe even just like a bunch of like symbiotic uh, railroad worms. I don't know. Mm. And then who's to say? Who's to say? And then, but why would why would this be the
4: case? Like, mm-hmm. there's got to
0: be a reason for this glowing nose. And, and don't tell me it was to
4: help Santa. See, well. There's always an issue with that because you're like, well, you know, what's the reach? How right. strong is this luminescence? Right. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't be reaching beyond a few feet in front of you. Right,
0: right. Exactly. So I think, here's my theory, mm. is Rudolph is a predator. This is, the glowing nose is bioluminescence to lure in prey. Okay. Because maybe, it lo- I mean, and it's red like a berry. So it's probably to lure in small winter birds. Sure. Like maybe a waxwing or something. Get in there. Mm-hmm. Wants to eat that big bright berry mm-hmm. of a nose. It's glowing so they can see so it it's, really. It's electric. attractive. Bait. Yeah. Bait. Bait. Bait, okay. So Rudolph would have giant jaws to snap up the little birdies. Sort of like an anglerfish. I love it. Ru- right.
4: Rudolph is a brutally carnivorous woman.
0: Right, which yes. actually fits with our hydrochetzalcoatl claws, uh, which is also a predator. So you have these two this yeah. team of Apex Predators going like through the sky. Bloom
4: House Christmas that we're we're creating.
0: Bloomhouse? Well,
4: just like it's like it's a horror movie. It's scary. Uh, it's
0: not uh, you keep using the H word.
4: I keep I the H word, <laughs> the H-N-M.
0: Uh yeah, I, I I don't think that these are monsters. I, I think if you could learn anything from listening to this show is that horrible creatures aren't monsters. They just are.
4: They just are. We just don't they understand. They just
0: are. We okay. have, to, and I think Creature Kringle Times is about understanding them. So, in in honor of that, I want to sing a song with you. Oh, yes, please. It's called Rudolph's Bioluminescent Nose. Mm-hmm. Now, to the tune of nothing. No, no. There, it's not to the tune of anything. Wow! Because of copyright <laughs> <laughs> issues, so this is my o- own very own composition. Wow! If there's any similarities to any other tune, it's purely, purely coincidental, coincidental. Yeah. Yes. And I'm confident that our singing abilities are not gonna be spot on enough to infringe any it's copyright. It's gonna be too
4: pitchy to really know.
0: Which is great. You know, I'm sorry for criticizing you for being pitchy because <laughs> no, I think I mean, right now, stuck with me, legally no, it's speaking, fine. legally speaking, it's gonna save my keister. Well, there you go. All right. So let's let's do this. Maybe I, I might put some jingles in the background, but there's not gonna be any music. Oh, or acapella. Ooh, acapella. Hey. Let's do it. Let's okay. do yeah.
4: All right, let's try it.
0: And a one and a two and a three. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer
4: had a bioluminescent nose. Like an anglerfish. Yeah, full full of symbiotic bacteria bacteria, whose enzymes
0: enzymes catalyze the oxidation of a light-emitting compound. Come on, Jamie. Some Some would even say it glows. Like that squid. Like that squid, yeah. All of the other reindeer we're frightened of, of his her, hand, sorry, her, her oh yes. sorry, her, her, her massive, massive
4: teeth, she's a lady, snapping, snapping up tiny birdies, well, while camouflaged the as a berry wreath, then
0: one foggy, wait, wait, oh. Not, oh, sorry, Kringle oh, no. times, creature Kringle times. There we go. Oh. Sorry, this is a non-denominational holiday. Yeah. We then one foggy creature kringle, kringle times night, so sayeth hydroquetzalcoatl oh, no. claws. Root off with your nose and jaws, let's go hunt for prey tonight. All of the other reindeer,
4: Mm -hmm. as they cowered down in fear. Oh no! Cried Rudolph. Oh Lord, please spare us, spare us for another blood so dear. Not a monster, though. Rudolph. Oh Lord, uh. please spare. Wait. Oh wait. Is there a coda? Oh yes. Sorry. Rudolph. Oh Lord, please
0: spare us for another blood so dear. Nice. That's nice. That's great. Good for us. Yeah. Well, thank you all for joining me on this very special two-part holiday <laughs> special and for Jamie for sticking through it and singing all the songs with me. It's been a true pleasure. You've been integral to creating the oh, lore so of cre- Creature Kringle Times. Thank
4: you. We've, I think we've done it. We've created a better holiday. I think that we have. And I, and if you can't hang, then, I mean, you know, the here. door's right there.
0: Honestly, though, the door is kind of a revolving door because... This please come is, back. Please come <laughs> back. Please, <laughs> please. There's only the two of us here in our Creature Kringle Times and sweaters. We're having a great
4: time. We're having a great time. We got, we got, our, got so much food. We got to light up lycra like, bodysuits. Please don't be alarmed by a head as a total we'll hydro. Yeah, hydrocarbonotal claws. Yeah. They're very nice.
0: Yes. Just don't get too close. Just don't get too close to the beak area.
4: Yeah, just stay away from, stay the, away beak away from the beak area. The peripheral isn't great.
0: It's the it's the it's our creature Kringle times motto. Stay away from the beak. Stay They're away
4: <laughs> from from the beak. The beak. You've, yeah. heard the You've heard the song?
0: You've heard the song. Stay, stay away from, the beak. The, stay away from, from the, beak. the beak. Stay away from the beak.
4: You know, a little jingle in the background. The
0: beak is the business and stay away from it. Oh.
4: Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Join us. Join us. Happy Creature Kringle Times. <laughs> trade off your, trade your cheese for your bread and your Creature Kringle Times presents. And We've
4: got all the grudge holding crows. They come the crows, through. They come. We've got the
0: ravens. We've got the ravens who know if you've been naughty and will give you the cold sho- shoulder. <laughs> We've got glowing squids. It's, it's Absolutely. A- Join us. Join us. Join us. Well, it's been a real treat, Jamie. You uh, got anything to plug?
4: Yeah. Uh, you can uh, just follow me on Twitter at uh, Jamie Loftus Help. And I've got a new podcast called My Year in Mensa. That's about My Year in Mensa. That'll be out sometime this month. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Happy so, Creature Kringle Times, by the way. Thank
0: you. Yes. Happy Creature Kringle Times to you as well. Thank you. And to everyone. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's a holiday for everyone. Absolutely. Yes. So... Uh, you can find us at uh, creaturefeaturepod.com, creaturefeaturepod on Instagram, creaturefeetpod on Twitter. That's F-E-A-T, not F-E-E-T. That is something very different. I have been your host of Mini Parasites, Katie Golden. I I am also the the human friend of Pro Bird Rights, a uh, Twitter that explores a universe in which birds are actually the dominant species thanks so much for listening you guys if you're if you're enjoying the show and you're full of creature kringle time spirit uh, and if you'd like to you know leave a nice rating and a review that that really helps subscriptions super help it's just but honestly just listening i I super appreciate it that's it's fills me with, with kringle spirit Thanks to the Space Cossacks for their super festive song, Ex Illumina. Creature Features, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. See you next, Wingle. <laughs> See you next Wednesday. Katie. I was, was going to say jingle times. I don't know. I got Wednesday jingle. <laughs> See you next Wednesday.
4: <laughs> oh, that gotta be good see you next week <laughs> just be a lot of passion and sincerity
0: mer- oh. mer- very very kringle. creature kringle times
4: see you next wingle <laughs> <laughs>
1: more info
4: now. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
3: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With